Hi, and welcome to the Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Heather, and I have the privilege of sitting with Pastor Gwen again for this episode. And we're going to talk about trusting each other better to go to the, all the places that God wants us to go in the Lord. We're not an island unto ourselves, and God created us to walk together and to go further as we walk together. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Gwen, Senior Pastor at Celebration Life Church, and I'm here today with our <laughs> ladies pastor, Mrs. Heather McKeever. So glad to have you with us today. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> we had some fun talking about relationship and fellowship with God and how that can influence our decisions and, and our relationships as we gather together. Amen. Mm -hmm. I've recognized in this past couple of years in our in the global way, if we look at the from a global perspective, relationships are so necessary. Mm -hmm. We see how they've been broken and how these restrictions have kept people apart. Yeah. But what it revealed was really some of the areas we were already apart. Mm -hmm. We didn't really know how much we needed each other, yeah. how, how we need to come together differently. And maybe it was a good opportunity to have a deeper relationship with God and find out why we weren't working together well. Mm -hmm. It certainly revealed where we weren't in unity, but it's also <laughs> shown us where we were. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's so incredibly valuable. In the book of Acts, when the church started, it talks about how the immediately there was persecution. The Holy Ghost comes <laughs> and bam, there's persecution. I don't think that's so much different. How <laughs> <laughs> often people get born again, they get filled with the Holy Ghost, and bam, their family doesn't like them anymore. They were okay. <laughs> As long as they were like the backseat door Christian yeah. and nicely warming a pew on a, or a chair on Sunday morning, that was okay. <laughs> but they get filled with the Holy Ghost, fire comes, and everything goes cuckoo. And then, <laughs> and then, and then everybody gets upset. Yeah. And, and that can be revealed in relationships as well. I'm going to read this verse, and we're going to talk a, a little bit about the Holy Ghost in relationships mm. and how important that is. Oh, yeah. In Acts <laughs> chapter 2, in verse 42, I think it, it's so good. He says, and they continued steadfastly. That means mm. they, they're doing it with consistency and strength in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Mm -hmm. So if you think about fellowship, there was a place where there was purposed fellowship, mm -hmm. that they needed each other. They yeah. needed to come together. They needed not to be pulled apart into different zones. And well, we think different, so we're going to be separated. Mm -hmm. None of that and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. So there's a place where we can see where there's there's the fellowship we have when we kind of go for coffee or maybe do something, eat popcorn together. I think your husband loves popcorn. <laughs> and, and those kinds of things and have fun. And, and But there's a place where we can pray together and not this little, mm -hmm. well, we're all going to pray in a circle. Everybody's going to take two minutes. That's not what this is talking about. No. But we also know that there's a place in relationships where believing the same really is important mm -hmm. and coming together. And sometimes we don't find out why some of the, the divisions or the, the schisms, maybe is a lighter word for mm -hmm. the division, <laughs> <laughs> but why we're not fitting together because in our hearts, God hasn't done that work yet where we're thinking on the same way. Mm -hmm. My husband and I are both filled with the Holy Spirit. You are mm -hmm. both filled with the Holy Spirit. And that makes a difference mm -hmm. in couples when one's not. Yeah, Yikes, Arama. That's difficult. Yeah. Oh, I, re I rely on the Holy Spirit greatly for, for unity. For unity. <laughs> and communication. And communication. <laughs> you know what? We, we have a, 
it's so wonderful to have the Holy Spirit in the middle of a marriage because, you know, we can disagree. You know, my husband and I have have strong points of view and, and different points of view at times. <laughs> and, you know, we can come, but we can go apart and we can pray. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is what brings that unity. And sometimes, you know, my husband will have an idea and he'll have faith for it and I'll go, well, I can't see it. <laughs> but I know that God's talked to him. Mm-hmm. So I can get behind it because of God that I know. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit gives me that witness and so we can go down a path that I wouldn't necessarily go down otherwise. <laughs> and the same, the same with him. You know, I can come to him with mm-hmm. an idea, and and we can pray about it, and and come to that place of unity because we both reach out to God, and mm-hmm. we're not trying to make a list of a million things, but mm-hmm. we're we're asking God and relying on Him to bring that unity, mm-hmm. and from that being able to go forward, and. And it, when you're when you're looking for that place of unity with other people too, it's so much, such a better place, mm-hmm. you know, to come and pray in a group of spirit-filled believers. How wonderful compared to when you just pray yourself, because you get to hear God in every different gift in that room, mm-hmm. and He speaks differently through every gift Absolutely. and each different piece that people bring. You don't get that when you're just at home by yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can have a powerful, don't get me wrong, you can have a powerful, effective prayer life at home. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and you should. <laughs> but there's a, when, when you do, you're more effectively be able to come into the body mm-hmm. because you can appreciate him in each person. You know, in Hernhut, Germany, when they, that's where in the 1700s they had the 24-hour prayer, the, the people who gathered there were not people of the same mind originally. Yeah. But they came there because of their agreement at the cross, mm-hmm. that that was what was important. But they came from different beliefs. And while they were there, the Holy Ghost moved on them yeah. and brought them into that place of unity. So even when we had different ideas, they couldn't be sorted out by discussion. Yeah. And I think that that's probably mm-hmm. where, where in marriages and in other relationships where we fall apart Mm-hmm. is that we don't take that idea and bring it before the Lord. Yeah. And, and if, well, if it's not my idea and I didn't pray it, it ain't happening. <laughs> that it will help with that. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> yes. And so if we will come to the place where is it, can we, can we seek the Lord? Yeah. There's times, especially as pastor and as wife, as pastor, sometimes people come to me and I go, well, I didn't have that idea. But I can I can work with it in mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. So not just as a pastor, but in my home, and and primarily sometimes my husband surprises me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to buy a, a bicycle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and you're going to ride this, are you? Yes. And he does. Yeah. And do you want one? No, not really. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I was I was glad for him. Yeah. <laughs> I could get behind that. That's right. Wasn't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm happy that he's happy. Yeah. I'm blessed that he's blessed. But it didn't cause friction. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blessed because I trust the Lord in Him. Yeah. But I didn't have that idea. Yeah. And that's a very natural way of looking at it. Um, but there are other things, and and partly because of we kind of grew up together in the same at the same pace and began to follow, uh, you know, the learning about the Holy Ghost together and those kinds mm. of things. We kind of came into it together, and in that way, and and learned primarily at the same time. My husband was going to Bible school. 
and I was at home with our first and and then so then we come home and he'd discuss it with us and and we, we'd sit down and I mean the little one us <laughs> you know I mean she would be in the room but uh, you know we talk about what he learned and it was so exciting yeah. and I was just learning from new perspectives that we had never learned mm-hmm. about yeah in the church I went to so it was an exciting time yeah but the Holy Spirit's the one who solidified it yeah and and it made such a huge difference so many people have so many ideas about the Holy Ghost and but I think the reason, just like I said for the book of Acts, when, when people persecuted for it, I think the devil's very aware that once people get the Holy Spirit operating mm. in their marriage and their relationships, things unity is very hard to defeat. Mm. <laughs> it really is, you know, and you have, I think about when you first had the idea for the pastor's table. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking being here. <laughs> and, you know, when, when, I, when I first heard the idea, you know, I, I had the witness in my spirit that it was the right thing, you know, but my head thought, we don't have a camera. We don't know how to operate a camera. We don't have the sound. How would we do the sound? We don't have a set. We don't have a place to do it. We don't have, and I had a million questions. <laughs> My mind runs all those things. Yes. But, <laughs> That's you know, that organizational part. <laughs> and what would normally cause fear and cause me to want to go away from an idea, if I yield instead to the witness I have in my spirit and I trust God, then I don't get thrown out of balance mm-hmm. in that place of a new idea. And it suddenly can become a blessing and an excitement because I know if God's given an idea, of course he's going to provide. Of course we're going to know how to do it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course he's going to send us the right people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and so that makes me approach things so much different. And when we're not responding out of fear, we can suddenly have unity in a different way. I think fear is one of the greatest defeaters of unity. Mm-hmm. and our our fear of, of what it's going to look like and mm-hmm. our fear of, you know, can we hear God to work through somebody else? Can we, <laughs> when it looks a little different, <laughs> a little different than how we do it. <laughs> well, let's take apart this, this just a little bit more. What happened or what could have happened? We'll put the what if in there because some people are on the <laughs> other side of that. When I had that idea, I later found out that one of the other pastors had been praying, God, you know, speak to Pastor Wynn. I believe there's some <laughs> ideas out there that you'd like her to do. And da, da, da. I have the, and, and God speaks to me in the middle of the yeah. night about it. And I have, I have a picture in my mind. I had no clue what to do either. I just did not. This is what the Lord showed me. Da, da, da. And I'm thinking, yes, we'll do this. I have no clue how to make it happen. <laughs> but what if the people when I shared it with, that's nuts. Yeah. We don't have the money. We don't have the camera. This is never going to happen. Yeah. But that's not what happened. No. Everybody went, we believe this is God. Yeah. And, and not because God spoke to them, but because just inside they went, mm-hmm. this is the Lord. Yeah. And, and I agreed that this <laughs> is the Lord. <laughs> and, and frankly, the first time you do anything on camera, you could get nervous and all of those other kinds of things. What will I have to say? How yes. will we do this? And... It just happened. Mm-hmm. And, and it, well, it didn't just happen, but we believe the Lord's plan and his mm-hmm. plan preceded the provision. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and that wasn't just financial. No. He no, was, all, the, all the ideas, <laughs> all the parts, all the... The people yeah. who build the sets and, yeah. and where to purchase things. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to have lights. What kind of lights? Where do you get such a thing? <laughs> all of these things that you think, well... Yes. <laughs> 
when when someone comes to a place where you come back and say, well, this is this is because of relationship. It happened because of relationship. Yeah, we trusted each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, we trusted each other, and it's also that trust of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we know God's goodness and we know that His plans truly are good, mm-hmm. and we know His plans for us are truly good, yes, then when we have a new plan, a new plan doesn't have to be scary. Yeah. It can be exciting. Absolutely. And it causes us to look to the future with excitement mm-hmm. as opposed to fear. I think fear of, of the unknown is mm-hmm. one of the greatest fears people struggle with. You know, who knows if it'll go well? Sure. Well, who knows if it'll go badly? Maybe it'll go good. <laughs> you know, I've had those encouraging words to say, well, watch out because there's a Judas in every 12. <laughs> and, and so you, you come to do a plan and, you, and, and instead of looking for the 11 who are yes. with you, you've got your eyes looking for the Judas because somewhere along the line, you're going to be betrayed. Get ready. You're about yeah. to have your, broken, your heart broken and this go wrong. Yeah. And you set yourselves up because yeah. of the voice of fear, because some you know, negative Nelly was in there yeah. and they're, they're just get, you know, you better prepare for the worst there. Yeah. You know, you always have to have a plan B in case plan A goes south. Yeah. And you know, and you miss the 11 who stayed. Yeah. You miss the 11 who are with you and you probably treated them badly expecting Judas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you doubted them and you, sure. you questioned them. And, and so those, those places of fear drive relationships apart. Sure. And even in marriage. Yes. It, well, especially. <laughs> yes. Because uh, they do matters. <laughs> when we first got married, there were a lot of unbelievers around us from my husband's work. And they were, they liked to sit around and pull their husband apart over a deck mm-hmm. of cards. And they liked to play bridge and stuff and invited me in. And they'd have their coffee and their cookies and, and their bridge game, and which I'd never played before. And so I watched and, and they invited me as the new person. And. And so after they finished trashing all their husbands, asked me, you know, well, what about yours? Don't you want to trash them? Well, I don't want to be married six weeks. So, but I had known him for seven years. So, I did I have material? Maybe, but I was really good at forgetting things. Mm. I didn't want to sit there and be a, you know, a, a dialogue of negativity. Yeah. And I realized very quickly that these are not the people to hang with. Yeah. And if they're going to put my husband down, I didn't really. They were not my friends. Yeah. And so very quickly, I was uninvited because <laughs> I didn't, wouldn't gossip with them about uh, and things. What you you don't want to pull down and, and destroy, you know, in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 14 where it says, the, the, a good woman doesn't pull down mm-hmm. with her words, yeah. you know. And, and I didn't want to be that, that pulling down, yeah. you know. I wanted to be the builder-upper. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to become the, well, the what-if person. Yeah. But what if... It goes well. What ifs are always negative, but they don't have to be. What if, what are we going to do if it works? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, our words have have great power. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what if your negative words caused your problem? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and what if your your good words mm-hmm. caused success? And and we have that that easy choice to make. Absolutely. To look and and when we look and we speak those things, then those are the first things we see. You know, when we, we look with negativity and we look with fear, those are the first things we see when we look in that situation. And and miss the other good things. And it's You know, when yeah. we were when I was having marriage counseling, you know, before we got married. 
they're always telling me about the what ifs of what could go wrong and how to prepare for what went wrong and things like that. And as I trans, you know, went through the part of preparing marriage counseling for others, I wanted to come from the position of covenant, mm -hmm. teach covenant, yeah, because it's holy, mm -hmm. because this is how we honor each other. Everybody will have problems, but if we come from the position yeah. that we talked about last, the perspective, mm -hmm. God's perspective on the person, yeah, covenant perspective. This yeah. is the child of God you're marrying, mm -hmm. and He's married. Yeah, we're we're both children, his children, yeah. and coming at it from the covenant position. Mm -hmm. What do you do in touching covenant in yeah. the wrong way? Yeah, and and it's not that sometimes I've seen some things and go, I don't think that's wise. <laughs> uh, there, I think there's been two that I've said, I I, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, two in in thirty years of pastoring, two people, yeah. only, two marriages. One of them uh, went to five other pastors trying to get them to marry him. Apparently, I wasn't mm. the only one who didn't think it was a good idea. <laughs> And uh, eventually they went to a JP and did it anyway, and they lasted six months. Hmm. The other one lasted three weeks. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying that because it was good, it was because they couldn't hear God. They wouldn't. Yeah. One of them was one of them. The three week one was one was filled with Holy Spirit. One was not. Hmm. And and it was it was very not good for either person. You yeah. Know? We want to see people come to a place where we understand covenant. Mm -hmm. and, and understanding covenant, the promises of God that are eternal, and, and covenant relationships. We're coming before God as holy people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, righteous. And that he's done that work in us. Yeah. And now it's different. It's yeah. just, it's different. We, you know, if we, we have, it, imagine, if we receive the covenant of salvation. Mm -hmm. Salvation's a covenant. Promise of God, eternal life. And we started picking that apart. Yeah. This salvation's got holes in it. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you know, it'll only work some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't kill a cow and a goat, and those two pigeons ain't going to work. <laughs> and we started picking apart a holy salvation covenant. Yeah. Wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And there you can see it. We laugh. Yeah. How is it different in a marriage relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Where we're covenanting before God to honor each other. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow it's not okay. To, yeah. to you know, we, we, it's okay tomorrow. I mean, we're going to have a uncovenant day. Yeah, we're going to pick apart. We're going to dishonor them. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? When we come back to that place in every time we hit in marriage or or in relationships too, you know, when we hit difficulty because we know life happens. Yeah, and life circumstances happens. happen. <laughs> but if we come back to that basis mm -hmm. of that honor and that respect and where you're starting from then it's so much easier to make the other choices going forward. Absolutely. Because it doesn't get out of out of balance. And it just solidifies what's important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And and they make mistakes with each other. Uh, we, we've seen it. We know about it. We, we know mm -hmm. sometimes a woman fails, sometimes a man fails. And they commit a sin. It's not, it's not that it's unforgivable, but now it's come into the marriage. Mm -hmm. and, and it seems so very hard mm -hmm. because there's been a violation or a betrayal. And what do we do then, Heather? Pray. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we, we have to start by coming back to work for, to God. You know, uh, my husband and I went through, through a difficult time in our marriage. And, you know, it's, we had a time apart and coming back together we had to allow God to rebuild us individually 
to be ready to come back together. And as he rebuilt and reworked those things in us and caused that reset of our view of each other. And, you know, God is the reconciler. He mm -hmm. reconciled us to himself. And he can, is the only one who can reconcile relationships. And when we take our hands off and put it in his hands, we give him the ability to do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when both people want to, it's amazing what God can do Amen. with willing hearts. So important. Both people have to want to. Mm -hmm. We understand that sometimes it doesn't go that way. Yeah. But we want you to know whatever way it has gone, God is with you. Mm -hmm. He forgives you. And he will give you the ability to heal any wound mm -hmm. and, and forgive and move on and live a good life in his blessing mm -hmm. and surrounded by his favor. Whatever you do, don't quit loving God. Mm -hmm. Don't stop hearing from him and know he's with you to help you in every situation. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And God bless you. <laughs>